Hi, this is Chris P. from Northern Virginia, here to record the Daily Reflection podcast. When you come in AA and you're down in the dumps, we lift you up and we put you on our shoulders. And you might be standing on my shoulders for a while, and then I might need to stand on your shoulders for a while. It has nothing to do with lengths of sobriety. It has nothing to do with anything, right? Life throws different curveballs at us all the time. We stand on our shoulders. And as a result of that, everything gets better. My relationships get better. My work life gets better. My opportunities that I have in life get get higher. I can see farther from the top of your shoulders. And that's just a wonderful metaphor for me to be able to, to, to think about and know that that's the case. We take care of each other and that's really important. Welcome to the Daily Reflection Podcast. My name is Michael Lynn from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And I'm Lee McGinnis from Leesburg, Virginia. As members of the recovery community, we created this podcast as a way to provide experience, strength, and hope through the lens of the Daily Reflection book. Each day, we interview members of the recovery community in the hope that their experience may provide inspiration. We value inclusion and diversity, and we really want to provide a platform for all the voices of recovery. We aren't affiliated with any 12-step or recovery program, but you may hear these mentioned throughout the course of an interview. Hey, before we get to the show, I'd like to ask a favor. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, it'd be great if you could leave us a comment or a rating. This is going to do a couple of things. It's going to help us expand our reach and improve the show. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Welcome to the show. Today is December 17th, and once again, we have a guest in the studio, Chris P. How are you, brother? I'm doing great, Michael. Thank you very much. Fantastic. Well, it's great to have you on the show once again. And uh, we're reading for December 17th. Chris, would you get us started? I will. December 17th, out of the Daily Reflections book, uh, we've got a priceless reward. Work with other alcoholics. It works when all when other activities fail. Alcoholics Anonymous, page 89. Life will take on new meaning, as the big book says, page 89. This promise has helped me to avoid self-seeking and self-pity, to watch others grow this wonderful program, to see them improve the quality of their lives is a priceless reward for my effort to help others. Self-examination is yet another reward for an ongoing recovery, as are serenity, peace, and contentment. The energy derived from seeing others on a successful path of sharing with them the joys of the journey gives to my life a new meaning. Well, thanks for reading that, Chris. It's a great reading. Great what, reading. Was, uh, what was coming to mind as you read it? So, uh, I mean, this is, a, this is absolutely a truth. <laughs> it says, you know, it says here that this promise has helped me to avoid self-seeking and self-pity. And, uh, and, you know, that's absolutely what's happened to me. Absolutely what's happened to me. And it actually comes actually comes out of the out, out of out of that page 89 in the book I just so happen to have that first paragraph here if you if you would indulge me and let me read this yeah please do okay yeah so this is chap this is the very beginning of chapter seven uh, working with others out of the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous it's just the first chapter it's the first two paragraphs practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. It works when other activities fail. This is our 12th suggestion. Carry this message to other alcoholics. You can help when no one else can. You can secure their confidence when others fail. Remember, they are very ill. 
and, and this is the part that they reference in this, life will take on new meaning to watch people recover, to see them help others, to watch loneliness vanish, to see a fellowship grow up about you, to have a host of friends. This is an experience you must not miss. We know you will not want to miss it. Frequent contact with newcomers and with each other is the bright spot of our lives. And that is, is for me today, that is as true as it absolutely gets. Every aspect of this program seems to kind of loop back on itself. And I think the 12th step is, is exactly like that. I mean, it ensures that once you've gotten sober through the steps, that you are then helping others to experience what you've experienced. And this is all part of that, you know, forcing us to, to think of others. And I asked this question of our brother Louis earlier in, the, in December. Uh, you know, why is it so prevalent in Alcoholics Anonymous, so prevalent with um, people that suffer from the disease of addiction? Why are we so self-centered? Why, why is it so consistent that we're all really focused on self so much? Uh, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know the answer to that question. The, the, um, I think a lot of that's human nature. But the, for me, I was, I was consumed with what I had going on all the time. Right. And because, uh, especially early on when I was, when I was getting sober, uh, I never felt like things were okay. I always felt like, you know, uh, Oh, they're going to work out, et cetera. Right. And, and what, what happened after I started to work the steps and I did step 11 as, as you know, you guys were doing last month, you know, it became, we got this, you know, firm foundation in which we are living, right? Prayer, meditation, and um, inventory. And this, this reading really touches upon it, right? And what, what began to happen is, is I begin to come to AA meetings. And I got sober as a teenager. So I've been sober for uh, since uh, June uh, 26th of 1989. Um, you know, I thought my world was over. I mean, I thought my life had had ended right as a drug addict, alcoholic teenager. Uh, you know, this was this was a death sentence for me, and I knew I had it. There was no denying that I, you know, when I started, I couldn't stop, uh, and that things just were out of control. And so, after I'd worked, after I'd begin coming to meetings, then all of a sudden, I began to uh, begin to meet. You know, I began to meet some people, right? Because I was desperate, I was willing to put my hand out. And I began to meet people and, and, uh, and those people loved on me like, uh, like, you know, like I was a long lost friend, you know, and they 12 step me, Louis, Louis would be an example of one of those people, right. That, that saved my life as a, as a young alcoholic teenager. And, and, and so after I'd gotten some time in the, in the program, not long, but some time in the program, then I began to reach out. And, uh, and some people are a little better at it than others, right? Some people come about it naturally. Uh, some struggle with it, right? There's all kinds of different ways that we can do 12-step work, showing up at AA meetings, liking the podcast. I mean, there's a variety of different ways that we can, you know, we can help carry the message. And I see you doing it. So, you know, I mean, this is a great example of, of uh, helping a fellowship grow amongst us. And when... Uh, all of a sudden, sometime around 10 years sober, I began to work the steps with a, with a young man. At that time, I was, you know, in my late 20s, right? So I, you know, I was more mature. <laughs> I was more mature. 
And this guy was younger than I was. He was a college student. And, uh, and I began to work the steps with Ryan. And all of a sudden, my life began to uh, really take shape. You know, I began to, my self-esteem grew. My, uh, my ability to communicate grew. I really became, I, I could see the natural teacher that I was begin to kind of come around. And, and, uh, and I became more inspired to be around other people, right? And to be part of the, part of the clique, if you will, as we moved forward. And, um, and what it talks about here, what it talks about is, is this, um, if I'm focused on you, I'm less concerned about what's happening with me. I mean, that's just the truth, right? When I'm thinking about you, Mike, or Louie, or uh, somebody I've just met in the meeting, and I'm trying to help them and, you know, be, be of service to them or my family, um, you know, then I, then I get out of my self-seeking. And uh, I, can, I can ensure that self-pity doesn't strike, you know, that I'm not in self-pity because my life is wonderful and uh, no reason to have self-pity, right? Yeah. There's an element of distraction in reaching out. In the context of recovery, distraction in this space doesn't seem so negative. As it relates to recovery, when you're, when you're focused on somebody else, you're still in recovery. You're still in the mindset of someone in recovery, focused on problem set other than your own. You know, does that, does that resonate with you? It does. So I've had the, I've had the joy to be around and help lots and lots of people over the years, really just, you know, been really fortunate and, uh, and sponsor a handful of people. And, and, uh, we work the steps together. I, I listened to three fifth steps two weeks ago, right? It was a, it was an opportunity to really be out of myself and, be a service and help these guys that I love. And, and, uh, and it was, I mean, it was, it was wonderful. And I, this experience happened to me the other day and it, it, it uh, shocked me because it brought tears to my eyes. And so that's what, that's what we want to talk about here with this, uh, you know, the joys of the journey gives my life a new meaning. And so we had a guy that had been uh, coming to my home group. Uh, he got sober. He'd been sober now for 15 months or so. And, and he was telling a story. And so we, you know, we've been together for the, for the entire journey. He's telling a story and it's a, it's a tough story. And, uh, and it's brought me to tears. He's telling about how God intervened in his life. And what I can see, look, you know, outside looking in is I can see a, the miracle happen in AA, right? That God intervenes. AA is there to help. And, you know, and he gets sober and now his life is filled with friendships and uh, his family life is significantly better. And I mean, and so I was just moved to tears and that's the, it wasn't a sadness cry. It was a, it was a joyful cry, wonderful cry of watching AA work in somebody else's life. And that's exactly what it talks about here. And, and the other thing that I like to say is is that we stand on our we stand on our friend's shoulders in AA, right? Mm. So when you come in AA and you're you're down in the dumps, right? We lift you up and we put you on our shoulders, right? And you might be standing on my shoulders for a while, and then I might need to stand on your shoulders for a mm. while, right? Yeah. And we flop back and forth. It has nothing to do with lengths of sobriety. It has nothing to do with anything, right? Life 
throws different curves balls at us all the time. And, uh, but we stand on, we stand on our shoulders. And as a result of that, everything gets better. My relationships get better. My work life gets better. My opportunities that I have in life get, get, uh, get higher. I can see farther from the top of your shoulders, you know, um, and, and that's just a wonderful metaphor for me to be able to, to, to think about and know that that's the case. You know, that's the case in AA. We take care of each other. And yeah. um, that's really important. Yeah. I, many newcomers are just so steeped in, in misery and, and negativity. And have you ever experienced newcomers that, that don't get to stand on, you know, on the shoulders of someone who's so positive? that they end up commiserating with other newcomers. Has, have you ever experienced that? Well, that does happen. I mean, that does happen. So, you know, uh, they say that misery loves company sometimes. Right? <laughs> yeah. Right? So, uh, you know, when you come into, when you come into AA, if you're new and a lot of people that'll be listening to this, this podcast either have come to a, some of them, maybe they're just experimenting, seeing kind of what it's about. And so uh, when you come to AA, uh, there's an opportunity to get a sponsor. Right. And this is how that works is that you look around the room and you uh, think about it and you, you look for somebody that has something that you have. Right. Now, sometimes when they talk about this, right, there has to be a certain level of desperation of wanting to stop drinking. Right. Because what I'm what I'm about to suggest is a pretty tall order for just the regular person. Right. Like if things are going pretty well, <laughs> I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. But if things are not going well. And, and I can't stop drinking on my own. And, and what I'm about to suggest is a big deal. And so you look around the room, go up to that person, and we ask them, hey, they would go like this conversation goes like this. Michael, my name's Chris, just joined the group here. Uh, boy, it'd be great if I could have your phone number and I could call you sometime. I'm looking for a temporary sponsor. Mm. And then Michael says, man, I'd love to have, I'd love to give you my phone number. And Michael might actually call you before you call him, right? Because mm. that's the kind of guy Michael is, and he wants you to call. And it says here in the bottom of this reading, this is, uh, no, it says in the bottom of, the, of, that, of the second paragraph, and this is absolutely the truth. <clears throat> Frequent contact with newcomers and each other is the bright spot of our lives. It's not the pain in the neck part of our lives. It's not the whole Michael's calling me again. It's the bright spot, right? Mm. I want to know how Michael's doing. I want to help Michael. I want to talk to Michael. I want to have a few laughs with Michael. It's not all dreary conversation about all oh, not drinking, right? We're having a good time. We're laughing. And, uh, and because it talks about in there that I know the pain associated that you're going with. I know what it feels like to be a, to be a, uh, to be a desperate, suicidal, alcoholic. I know that feeling. I've had mm -hmm. it. I've been mm -hmm. there. And, uh, and I know what it's like to get sober and to work the steps and to go to meetings and to help others. And I know this joy that they talk about here. The second part of the reading is, is expands a little bit on um, some of the other rewards that happen. So they talk about self-examination as yet another reward for ongoing recovery. And so for those of you who are who have been sober for a little while and you're doing self-examination, I congratulate you on that, like the fourth step and fifth step. And uh, it says here that, you know, um, 
serenity, peace, and contentment are also part of that. And uh, and I would agree that that uh, that you know, in the process of helping others, the amount of peace that I have in my life has grown significantly. Mm. Yeah, a lot, a lot of hope in what you're suggesting. But I know that for me, anyway, early on in sobriety, it wasn't easy to pick up the phone. Was it easy for you always? No, it's no, it was not. That's why I was saying that you have to have that certain level of desperation. Mm-hmm. When I got when I got sober, you didn't even have an option of texting. It was, uh, you, you know, you had a you had a phone that was on the wall in the kitchen, which was <laughs> with a rotary <laughs> dial. <laughs> As a, as a teenage alcoholic, I think we had call waiting. As a teenage alcoholic, it's pretty, you know, it was a, that was a challenge. But uh, but the person who answers the phone, all you got it, they call they call it a thousand pound phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the person that answers the phone, I promise you, will be warm, and they'll be welcoming, and yeah. uh, and you won't have to say anything. But how you doing? <laughs> That's all. And be genuinely interested, you know, and, and yeah. usually, usually you'll, you'll have, you'll dominate the conversation because you got a lot more to talk about and the guy will ask questions, but it'll be a, it'll be a nice conversation and, uh, and it'll be a warm conversation and both parties will feel better when they've hang up. Mm-hmm. Both parties will feel better when they hang up. Yeah. And you make a friend next thing you know, you guys go to a meeting together, you you, you have coffee after the meeting, maybe you have something in common, maybe, you know, I mean, there's, you know, we, we bring in all kinds of different folks and, and, uh, and there's an opportunity to get a real, just get a real look at, uh, you know, the people that are around us and we make friends with just absolutely fantastic people. And, um, it's been a real blessing for me to be in AA and to, to meet all the people that I have and, have helped all the people and have, have all the people that have spent time and helped me, mm-hmm. you know, sponsors over the years. And, you know, I wasn't an easy case, you know, it was tough. I was calling them late at night and all the time. And it was, you know, the guy loved me a lot and, and it warms my heart now to see him 30 years later, you know, we're still friends. The reflection talks about a priceless reward. What do, what do you think the priceless reward in this reflection? What are they talking about? I think it's that serenity and peace of mind and, and fellowship that uh, that would be the priceless reward. This is this is not something that that you can buy. You can't buy it. Mm-hmm. You can't buy sobriety. People have tried. You know, it's not it's not something we can buy. Uh, it's something that's earned, and it's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm. Absolutely, the hardest thing I've done in my life. It's also the most rewarding thing that I've done. But um, it's definitely the hardest. And there were times when I wish I could have bought it. But uh, unfortunately, I had to do the things that it talked about with self-reflection and picking up that thousand pound phone and calling people and telling on myself uh, and uh, and being a part of the, you know, being a part of the solution. And also calling just random people that are not that are not your sponsor. Right. So you. You see somebody in a meeting and you're interested in hearing a little bit more about them, you get their phone number and you call them and you're friendly. You know, it's how you and I became friends. It's the same, you know, it's the same. Uh, Michael lives in Philadelphia. I live in Northern Virginia. We were introduced by Louie, who's been on the podcast, and and we became friends. Now mm-hmm. I can call Michael anytime I want to, mm-hmm. you know, talk and we have a relationship. It's it's a nice, it's a nice thing. Yeah, sure is. 
Uh, Chris, with all these years, does it still get hard? It does get hard. Uh, life is, uh, you know, life continues to throw all different kind of things your way, right? Relationship struggles, work struggles. Uh, we talked about death earlier. I mean, there's there's a there's a lot of things that happen that are uh, that that create uh, that create the struggle. And on my desk here, uh, I have I have a little saying, and it says, "Things are okay, not things will work out." Right. So I had a saying where I would say to myself, "Man, things are going to work out." Right. Where I would act like in the moment it wasn't okay, but it is okay. Right. We if we're if we're listening to this podcast, we have some means of which we're doing that. We don't really have all the things that we need to uh, to be sustainable, and uh, and things are okay. And whatever it is that I'm worrying about will work itself out, whether I like it or not. It'll work itself out. Hmm. And um, and I've had this year. I've had to do a real deep dive back into the steps, and uh, which I've done, and and I've gained. And actually, and it was a result of sponsoring guys that needed to go back through the steps that I then decided I would get go back through the steps. And as a result of doing that, uh, I was unable, I was able to uncover a few things that were continuing to bother me. And I tell you, and I've been able to pray those, you know, pray those things away, if you will. Hmm. And, uh, and it's been, you know, it's been, it's been miraculous, actually. Well, Chris, any other advice or things you want the listeners to hear before we wrap up? So just to kind of echo what we were what we were saying, right? The, the most important thing is that we uh, is that we connect, especially early on, and um, and we want to connect. The, the the members of Alcoholics Anonymous want to connect with the newcomer. We often say that the newcomer is the most important person in the room. We believe that. We want to connect with you, and so uh, whether it be on Zoom or in person meetings. Uh, there's no, you know, we don't have any shame for each other. We, uh, we do this out of love and we do this because we want to, this is not something that we're, we have to do. We want to, we do this because we want to do it. And, um, and so give us an opportunity to be a service, right? Because what we've just described is what we get from helping each other. So if you give us an opportunity to be a service to you, right, let us, let us get your name, let us get your phone number, let us call you, let us help you, let us be part of it. And then you're going to be helping the next person. This, this organization has grown and flourished uh, in the hardest of times, and it still continues to thrive. And, and, uh, and it thrives because we stand on the shoulders of our friends. Well, Chris, thanks so much for joining me and sharing your experience, strength, and hope. It's been a great conversation. Thank you, Michael. I really appreciate you doing this podcast. Love you, man. Love you, too. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to find us online, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash Daily Reflection Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Reflector. You can read stories of recovery from our community at blog.dailyreflectionpodcast.com. Please don't forget to give us a rating on your podcast app. We greatly appreciate it. Have a great day.